prefer respect to opinions and fear. I prefer need. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. <laughs> How are you doing today? Probably pretty well. You may be doing bad. It kind of doesn't matter at this point in time. A lot of a lot of uh, momentous things have happened in the past around this time, and uh, we have to think about the moral fiber of our community and what brings us together as Americans. And one of the things that's done that in the past um, that I'm not going to forget about, it's impossible. Like, it's something that has, has changed every aspect as our, of our lives as Americans. September 11th, 2001. The mettle of so many Americans was tested. The issue at hand has been discussed several times. The ensuing issues afterwards have been a crisis for our nation and has defined us as a generation. But one thing we know for sure is that the crisis that took place September 11, 2001, brought us together as a community in some way or form. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today on the Opinions and, and Beer, Beer podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Adam, and also the host, Eamon, just had a cold open about the tragedy that happened. You know what's crazy, though? I don't think I knew it happened until 2004. 2004? Are you serious? Okay, so <laughs> let's start this part of uh, the segment the same way that everyone starts this uh, segment when they're discussing it, and that is, where were you? No, excuse me. <laughs> where, where were you? you? On the day they took our freedom. On September 11th. 11, 11, 11, 2001. Living, because I can tell you exactly. You? Like I, rem- I remember exactly where I was when I found out. Do you? Or was it? Four, more it was literally three years later. Three years later. And I thought that it happened. Oh wow! Is that weird? Um, it's a little weird. I mean, most people know exactly when this. But you were little. You were younger than me, so like that. It makes sense that maybe like that wasn't such a. You know. Well, I guess it was. A, it had been an anniversary because I swear to you, I swear to myself that I did not know about nine eleven until Mister Pack, who was a conspiracy theorist, history teacher, who believed in Bigfoot and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Not saying Bigfoot's fake, but I'm just saying that he was a active proponent of Bigfoot and that his friend worked in- we are less than a minute uh, maybe two minutes into this podcast about 9-11 we're already talking about Bigfoot because well, my my teacher believe he had, apparently had a friend that worked at Area 51 it was okay. like it was a big uh, this class was the class and this was fourth fifth seventh grade it was seventh grade that I heard that I heard about 9-11. And I thought that it had happened because he was talking about it. But apparently it happened when I was in fourth grade. But I didn't know it happened 
until seventh grade when he told me. Um, I want to say, <laughs> so you thought it happened just then, whenever you had found out, or uh, well, I thought, I, or did you you knew about that it had happened? Well, because in my previously. brain, I see our. This is very interesting. I've never heard. I've never heard your aspect of this story. This is so interesting. Because I swear, I, I, because I, everyone talks about the story about everyone turning to the TV and watching the events that happened or whatever. Like, oh yeah, they brought a TV in and we all watched or whatever. And I remember that happening in seventh grade. Yeah. So it must have been like an anniversary of it, and I it thought had that to it. Have been. I thought that it was happening. It happened then during oh, wow. an anniversary. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, it. yeah. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the exact age I was. And I want to say that I was in uh, sixth grade. I was in my science class whenever it happened. Um, our our teacher was, uh, he was kind of like a, a, a bigger fella. He, he, was, he was really fun, very funny, very uplifting and positive. One of those guys that, Looked like he probably went home and had a beer every day and was oh. very, very, uh, very okay with that. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, he went out into the hallway and he, he had, a, you know, as soon as, as soon as the teacher goes out in the hallway, the class is silent for a few seconds. Then everyone turns to the person around them. They all start cutting up and, like, you know, talking about fun stuff and, you know, figuring out what everybody's doing for the weekend. Uh uh, funny, funny things that we say to each other. Um, what, who's who's wearing what funny outfit that day, etc. You know, normal cool uh, uh, school school. Excuse me, normal school kid uh, uh, type stuff, right? And then the the teacher uh, walks back into my classroom, and his his face it looked like the color that had left his face a little bit because he was so just taken aback by uh what what had happened and uh and that's whenever he let us know he said that um that they believed that uh terrorists or something he said something horrible has happened uh uh we were we believe that uh terrorists have flown uh planes into uh the world trade center or whatever and that it was a huge accident and that a lot of people had died and um us as kids, I didn't even know what the World Trade Center was. I didn't know what the two towers were. Um, you know, we're I originated from Texas, um, so I know what the Sam Houston Memorial looks like. You know, like it, I, 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 I didn't know what the two towers was at that time. But you know, once once I found out, you know, it was such a significant part of. Um, whether I liked it or not, whether I wanted it, whether you wanted it, whether any of the listeners at home wanted it, it became an integral part of American history that to this day um, is there's a veil around it where right. where I mean there's so much subject subjective theory that not even everyone knows. Um, what they personally believe about about the situation so that's one of the things that i feel like on and or near the anniversary of this subject it's such it's such a big subject there's so many theories and i feel like that we it's necessary 
I feel like we need to talk about this. No, no, we lost the, the we lost the Tentacruel episode in Pokemon because of this. We um, which we did. Yes. Tentacruel, and then we lost the scene in the Spider-Man movie where Spider-Man does his webs in between the twin towers and catches a stolen helicopter. You know, um, so back in the day, I played um, an, uh, an online, uh, what are they called? Uh, real-time strategy games. Okay. So like a real-time strategy game called Command and & Conquer. And it's where you could play as like Americans and or Russians, Germans, and you have these... Uh, you have it's like Age of Empires or whatever, like or or the old school Warcraft games, real time strategy. Essentially, you have units and you make them go and attack other other bases or whatever. You build up your base essentially. Yeah. Well, the one that I was playing at that point in time, Command and Conquer, had representations of New York and the two towers, and I remember going in as like a Russian army and one of the things that you do is you send troops into the two towers and you take over the two towers etc um that's it. it was just part of the mission it wasn't even like meant to be you know a dig or anything like that these were american uh american developers that that came up with this and it was just so ill timed because shortly after the release of this game you know the everything happened with the the two towers. September 11th happened, and then, like you're saying, there was a form of like modern day censorship where yeah. anything, including the two towers, like or exploding buildings. Yeah, yeah, it was like respectful um, to, I guess, the thought of of that to like not include that. So yeah. like they they went and retroactively banned. Or removed the two towers from that experience altogether. Yeah. So that was like my first iteration of like a type of government censorship, and you know such an intense uh, moment in American culture that you know brought everyone together in a way. And I won't even say that it was positive because around uh, the community that I was in, it was a uh, very uh, it was very hate-filled, I feel like hate-filled orientated uh, towards a different culture. Like, I feel like, I feel like everyone in this area at the time had derived such an extreme hatred for, like, Arabic people, okay. etc. Et but, like, it's, it's so strange to look back on that now, you know, and be like, whoa, I can't even fathom the fact that people were thinking this about people that they didn't know. And um, I, I don't know. It's just, it was, it's all very surreal, you yeah. know? It's very surreal. It's like, it's like none of it happened, but like we, and people, you know, obviously people didn't want something like this to take place, but it did. And that's what we have to live with. And that's what we've had to live with. Um, I mean, I've known people that were that have gone into the military and served time a lot of my friends served time in the military to to fight in wars that were propagated by this incident yes that didn't that wasn't 
that potentially wasn't even related to this incident and it's like it's so it's so strange for us to think that we'd have some type of like Vietnam situation like that on our hands mm-hmm. like uh like where it it almost isn't even relevant but our but America decided to um take these leaps and bounds anyways yeah so i mean that's that's one of the reasons it's such an important thing i feel like that we we need to touch on these and we need because there's so many questions there's so many theories about what took place i feel like maybe we should touch on that if you have any theories please share it with us on our opinions and beer facebook group or our uh, facebook group you can follow us on Twitter and uh, share our stuff on Twitter and uh, join Eamon on his Discord. Eamon, X-A-E-M-O-N-X, on Twitch. And, um, yeah, nice little opening there, cold open. Sad times that we have. This is our, what anniversary is this? 18? This is, yeah, September 11th turned 18 this year. 18. <laughs> I remember I saw somebody saying September 11th can go uh, buy cigarettes now. It's been so, oh my God. it's been so long since it's that. And you you have to really take into account uh, that because just a few years ago, I was reading stories how someone how someone that endured September 11th went out to war in Iraq and or Afghanistan, came home, had a child. And their child is now old enough to be drafted to go fight in, you know, Syria, Iraq, or Afghanistan again. I mean, for most of the part, I feel like Donald Trump, Donald Trump is our current president. He has removed a lot of the, I, I feel like Obama started the process, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, started the process of removing a lot of the, the troops and stuff overseas. And I feel like... Donald Trump is doing a good job at like continuing that process of removing us from overseas. Um, whenever, I mean, let's be real honest. Like, um, we were we were told the American people were told that that you know Osama bin Laden was the perpetrator of these attacks, and. I mean, that's, we don't even know if that's a legitimate thing or not. Right. And so, so our troops were sent out to Afghanistan and Iraq for some reason. Um, We overthrew Saddam Hussein uh, from, from that nation. And that was, I mean, that was guised as a, uh, like, almost like a revenge tactic for 9-11. But... Let's, I mean, let's be honest here. What did Iraq have to do with September 11th? Probably nothing. <sighs> Intense stuff, man. That's a conspiracy for another day, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I just thought that we should probably touch on that, especially because we're around that week. It's the same. It's the just recently that uh, celebrated uh, celebrated we remember the 18th anniversary of September 11th yeah and i mean now's one of the few that's why we drink we're in a strange time in history where where the cultures have have 
gotten to the point to where like nationalism is fine, but we can reach out to people in other countries now and know what they knew at that time and see what their opinions are. Some people don't even believe that uh, that Osama bin Laden is even behind the attack. Some right. some I've seen some some reviews or whatever that thought that like uh the media like the Rothschilds is that what their their name are the Rothschilds they said that they were behind the September 11th attacks i don't i don't know what Jeez. factuality they have uh for that but you know it's obviously a bold statement but yeah. i mean they were looking in on our perspective saying like wow you guys are like really misguided on your own on the uh on the the horrible atrocious acts that your country has committed because of this like so i feel like i feel like we we do sometimes have some like blind patriotism and i know that i did when i was that age granted i was you know 11 yeah. uh, somewhere between 11 and, and 12 at the time yeah i want to say uh so i was nine nine ten eleven so i was like 12 yeah okay. so i was like 12 at the time and i i remember you know uh being so mad at these people that they they portrayed that that did these horrible acts and then you know now i'm finding out later that maybe even these people that did these acts didn't do these acts like we may never know the only thing that we know for certain is that two thousand plus people died in the in the towers and that many many firefighters also lost lost their lives trying to protect those people and trying to to do the right thing so um off of the top of your head who's your favorite firefighter mine is john gage i like you john gage you're a good guy who's john gage He's a firefighter. He's my favorite one. Well, I knew a firefighter, and he was a dick, and he like <laughs> he liked to run up. <laughs> he liked to run up the, uh, the skateboard ramps, and he liked to pull his legs up, and like, look at me, I can float over the skateboard ramps. And then he would like lay people down, and he would do uh, front flips <laughs> over the people laying down. And, okay. And then me and my buddy, are, he was on the show uh, before, uh, Tim, Timmy. Me yep. and Timmy were like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> And so he. So, so was he your favorite one? So, <laughs> was he your favorite and one? So, <laughs> and so then during a uh, mosh pit, he uh, came at us, and instead of moshing, he decided to punch us in the faces. Okay. <laughs> and we were pretty beat up. Uh, I think Timmy's lip was bleeding, and I'm sure my nose was probably busted a little bit uh, from moshing with the firefighter man that could do flips over people that was upset at us. For yes. telling him he was a lame-o for doing front flips over people laying down. <laughs> I mean, from a from a, a third-party perspective here, it kind of sounds like you and Timmy may have been jealous that he could do front flips <laughs> we were over like, people. We were like, whatever. <laughs> and I feel like maybe that's the tone that well, Americans this, are taking then right why now so with this issue. Why was he so upset? That we were whatever. So obviously he was being a showboater, and he was upset uh, that... Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess. Because, you know, like, if you were doing it just to do it, then you would have done it, walked away, and not cared what anybody thought. Exactly. Right? But if he did it and then was like, 
What do you mean you're not kissing my ass? Yeah, no, no, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> but my father was a volunteer firefighter for. Oh, really? For years. Well, yeah, yeah. No, that's. The, I mean, that's one of the things that uh, I feel like needs to be discussed because a lot of volunteer firefighters uh, were were pulled in on this day as well. I don't know. I I don't know all the facts. I'm I'm in Texas. That's New York. You know. But today's beer of the day is Untitled Art. <laughs> I did not. Should we, should we bleed into this? Well, look. Let me cover one more topic okay. real quick, and then we can ble- bleed into this. I think the th- reason why this year is so significant, there's a very big reason why I'm bringing this up, and that's because uh, for the first time in history, we've had um, we've had a community stand up and and and. Like they're going to Congress with this idea. There's there's a firefighter's office outside of like Queens yeah. that has come together and unanimously voted amongst themselves that the that the World Trade Center bombings were were not a terrorist organization. And that the research findings that that everyone has come up with is that, like, the World Trade Center 7 building was undeniably, they said undeniably, caused by a demolition-style bombing, which means that, that someone had to have placed charges on there. And that they, they detonated. The way that they came down, they said, was so was so representative of a demolition style crew bringing down buildings and the way that it uniformly fell mm-hmm. that that there was no other possible explanation and so they're they're taking this they're taking these findings and they're bringing them to um that i don't know the courthouses or whatever so they're gonna follow through and try and get an, another study done or another investigation and so this like you may not know about this right now listeners but in possibly a couple of months this might be a really really big bit of news yeah so we want to we want to touch on this right now and and let you guys formulate your own opinions so be sure to let us know what kind of weird stories you've heard what what things you believe on this fact. One of the reasons why you will never forget it, where you were, I guess. And um, what else? What else should they let us know? Well, you should know about the beer of the day. Today's a pretty heavy subject, but we've got a lighter beer here today. It is brought to you by Untitled Art, the Barrel Theory Beer Company. The Barrel Theory Beer Company has been uh, making a lot of Untitled Art beers. Um, Essentially... Uh... It's kind of, it's kind of complicated, but we've untitled art. This barrel, the barrel theory stuff, has been. Um, it's it's hard to get all of them. They make a lot of beer, and I don't know what's going on with this with this particular company. It's kind of an odd company. Um, this is a beer. Holy shit! I mean, it's pouring out, and it looks almost like a little uh, wine cooler because it's. Uh, it's uh, if they're focusing on fruit or whatnot, it's like it looks like it's definitely uh, more of a fermented fruit style uh, beer. 
Well, Untitled uh, Art is a very experimental okay. uh, beering company. Okay. Uh, and they, um, they they partner with a lot of different brewers to make a, wild, a wide variety of types of beer. Oops. And um, w- in our area, we can get about three of them. And I've seen some really good-looking beers from this company. I've okay. seen them. But in our area, we get about three. Louisiana gets about eight of them, and they get then they have like a a version of Untitled Art brought to you by like uh, Belgium or something. Like Belgium has a, their their version of this like weird off like these weird experimental beers. Okay. And um, Louisiana, I've seen in a Louisiana uh, beer place, they were selling a lot of them. But um, so it says the name of this uh, brewery or company is the Barrel Theory Beer Company. I think that's from, who helped uh, them with this one. From St. Paul, Minnesota is what it says. Yeah, I think that's who helped make this particular batch. Okay, so Untitled Art is kind of like an independent. They get contractors out yes. to help, help make them their beers that they want to produce. So this one is called, uh, uh, is it Marienberry? Yeah, Marienberry Berlin Weiss. It is for... Berliner what, what What's the alcohol Berliner. percentage in this one? Uh, four point five. It's one point four point five percent alcohol by volume. Uh, the artist for the art on the front, which is really nice, actually, it's very calming. Um, I'm not going to say that it's untitled because it says Marion Barry Berliner wise. Um, but the artist is Stephanie Hyman. She did a great job. And they don't have. They're one of those. Uh, they're kind of a lower. <laughs> oh, not lower, but I mean, they just don't have a lot of uh, writing on the on the can. It's more like the art oh, and the beer flavor. Okay. So look you don't at, know much. The story. Look at this. Okay, so it says the brewery is in St. Paul, Minnesota, but it was canned by Untitled Art, which is in uh, uh, or Barrel Theory is the name of their place, which is Wanakee, uh, Wisconsin. I wonder how. Um, because I know that we have a lot of uh, issues here transporting beer in Texas. Yeah. I wonder how it would be to transport beer out of state uh, for canning. Because that's exact like, this is a multi-state uh, beer. I know, that's what I'm trying to say. It's weird. The whole the whole untitled art thing is a weird... Um, yeah, it's a very yeah weird concept. Weird company. They just have a lot... Of, and that's why I'm, I'm upset we can't... We don't have some. We don't have some of them. And, like, the summer... Some look... So so good <laughs> like i'm angry that we don't get them like because yeah. i asked i'm like because the, the company that um because that's why i was trying to tell you deval deval okay apparently deval yeah i remember you saying pro- promotes a lot of the um untitled art they distribute yeah. a lot of these untitled art beers and um but i guess in this area they don't distribute all of them and so we've got this one and then we got a couple of like ipas and stuff but i really wanted to buy this one because it's a uh Berlin Weiser, and we don't have tried that many Berlin Weiser, so I'm going to try this beer. Very whiny. You're whiny. You might I'm like sorry. I'm sorry. I'm actually like, it's very unique because it's. Uh, no, yeah, it's, I'm t- yeah, it's unique, but. Okay, so so guys, it let's let's get down to. 
it's looks good, here because the reason why we were like, whoa, what's going on here? Is you pour it out, most beers are yellowish, brownish, orangish, etc. This is red. Yes. And red slash purple. I mean, like red, it looks red. like we're talking like it looks and, like a wine cooler. Because like you might say red, and someone's like, oh well, red L's are red. No, no, this is no, no, red. This, like it's like it's like red slash purple, and it like it 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 looks like it's full of berries. It looks like the main ingredient isn't hops, but berries. Right. Oh man. So it's like a, it's like sour, I guess. Yeah, it's mildly, mildly sour. I mean, I, I've, I don't really know uh, what, uh, what Berliner wines uh, uh, shoot for, what they aim for. I'm not um, quite sure either. I, I mean, I always thought this that first, uh, this is our first Berlin Weiser on the show. Yeah, like I, I thought that it would be more of a, a hearty German beer, um, whereas this is kind of like a fruity. Uh, I don't know. It's just such a a different representation than what I thought that I would get from it. Berlin Wise is a... Yep, you're right, though. You were right earlier. Um, Berlin Wise is basically a German-styled sour beer. Okay. And in in fact, this being um, 4.5% alcohol, it's actually a little higher than the typical Berlin Weiser, which the typical Berlin Weiser is at a very low gravity of 3%. Hmm. So it's, it's typically a very low percentage alcohol sour beer. Um, it's basically, it's like kid beer. It's, beer. <laughs> it's like juice. This, this, like the beer, this is like the beer they use whenever um, they're out of wine at like religious ceremony. <gasps> Look, this is the perfect opportunity for me to bring up what I was going to tell you. Okay. So, a while back, I had a conversation with a German fella. It doesn't happen every day, but it was like a, a bloke that was legit talking to me from Germany because of the of the, the way I do my, uh, my, my job online. I interact with people from different communities. One of them I got to mention, you know, like he said, he was from Germany. I was like, oh, what's the, uh, what's your best beer in Germany? And uh, how do you, you know, what are, what are some of the key differences between, you know, like you, you guys and ours? And one of the things that he said that really, really surprised me is he said that like <laughs> almost every beer that they drink, you know, they drink uh, uh, beer and cola. So what they'll do is they'll they'll get these you know strong German beers and they'll pour it out and it's meant to be mixed with cola like like soda like Coca Cola like yeah like they they take their beers and he you you mix it with cola and then you drink it like that so it's almost like a treat I mean don't get me wrong beer is already a treat yeah but like it's you know sweeter with syrup etc and I I was like. What? Did you try it, it? Listeners, like at home, listeners, you're listening to this and you're going, what? And he, he was going, like, what? Like, you guys, you guys don't do this? Like, you don't, you don't do beer and cola? Like, this is something new? He was trolling you. I swear to God, no. Because he, he gave, like, so much, he, he was so descriptive of it. You know, that, like, you know, like, because it was an immediate response. It wasn't like a, 
oh yeah law like uh-huh. this is a no like it, he and he didn't understand he's like dude you've got it like if you haven't tried this yet this is how i mean like i can't even get into the beers with you until you've tried drinking like this so i thought i wanted to bring it up you tried it no i haven't tried it yet. what the fuck no, why would I try? I mean, like he that told you to try it. I mean, the, I know, but I, I was I was waiting until until we talked about it again so to, to say that like you know maybe maybe uh, here soon we can get like a truly German style beer and, and then try it with like a, a cola, okay. yeah, like you know, and then see I how it goes from there. I bet you it tastes like a stout or something. Yeah, like what? What? <laughs> but what if this is like a totally new form of drinking? That we just, you know, like, you know, like most... Well, shandies. All shandies, yeah. shandies are supposed to be beer mixed with soda. Oh, shandies are? Yeah, shandies are supposed to be. Okay. And sh- shandies, shandies started off in bars. And it was, but, but I thought shandies were like Sprite or whatever. Like, am I wrong in that sense? Like, I mean, and it's, it's typically Sprite. Yeah. No, we're talking... But this is like dark syrup. Yeah. Like dark cola. Like... Well, that's what I said. Typically, typically, it's a, but it's basically any carbonated beverage mixed yeah. with beer is a shandy. Which I mean, you know, that makes sense too. So like, some some breweries just do carbonated it's, fucking water or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's um, it's very interesting to see these different drinking styles from different places. So oh like, yeah, yeah, it, it it'll be fun for us to like maybe one day take a couple of these different styles and then try and throw it all together and see see what how it how it works out what would you rank this beer oh shit here let me drink a little bit more oh okay. uh, how about you describe it a okay. bit while i'm drinking it so this this is a it's really it's light now call so it's very dessert beer this is like a this is a very desserty beer in the sense that like maybe you think stouts are dessert beers which is fine because coffee is a tends to be a dessert drink, and stouts tend to represent an alcoholic coffee. This is like a dessert, winey beer. So if you if you if you have a more of like a berry or wine palate, and you love like the taste of like very fruit, like a very if you're more into fruit than coffee, this is the dessert beer. That you would have, man. After a, what do you think? We, do you have an extra one of these? Yeah. If you have an extra one of these, let's save it and let uh, Ed Ray try it because he's like our like okay. our wine guy or whatever. Yeah. I want to see what he says about this because well, um, I mean it's not like okay, it's not a wine. It's very obviously a sour. It it tastes like sour. I think yeah. the only reason why I keep trying to oh, associate you know wine like with it. A what's that? A lambic. It, t- it tastes like a like a, a lambic, but like a sour version of a lambic. A lambic tastes a lot like this. And actually, we had Ed Bray um, on a um, on the Cause of Death episode for um, what, what I can't remember what holiday it was. Memorial Day. On the Memorial Day episode, Ed Ray tried a okay. lambic, and he gave it a pretty high rating because it was very wine like. And I feel like a Berlin Weiss very has a very lambic. To compare a style, it tastes like a lambic, but maybe more of a. It has like a very wild sour <laughs> it's, taste. It's so interesting. It's like we just we just found a, a beer for one of our friends to try. Like that's why it's so good to do this podcast and for people to hear this because it's Beers like are so there's different. 
I know there's so many different options out there and people get so um, focused on and or they don't know about these different types. So they usually go down their local supermarket's beer aisle and they pick the, you know, their local favorite that they choose, yeah. whether it be, uh, you know, um, those big name companies. We won't get into all that, <laughs> but whenever they do that, they don't understand that they're missing out on all of these amazing flavors, you know? And, you know, like, I, I feel like some people, you know, like, uh, think of it as like a, a manlier or something to just blindly go in and and spend your money on on the easiest thing to buy and then leave right right like but i feel like they miss they just don't understand that like like and that's why we have to reach out to them and be like look you know maybe maybe you're going about it all wrong maybe you need to check this out and uh Listeners, you guys gotta have to check this stuff out. It's uh, it's. We need to find more Berlinweises. Yeah, for well, for one, this is a it's a very good sour. Like as far as sours go, um, this is one of the best that I've had for sure. It's not the best. I want to say that thus far, because I've only tried about uh like four or five true okay. sours. Like I can't, so so I don't I don't want to come across as skewed or anything like that. Um, but like we tried the ingenious, it was like it was ingenious was a sour. It wasn't even a sour, was it? Yeah. I feel like that tasted the most. Green like, zebra was a goose, and goose is. Te- I found that goose is yes. technically a sour yes. style. That's that's the one. Green zebra, thinking. the watermelon one, that was really good. Yes, too. that yes. one had so much flavor. I swear, when, when you compare this one to green zebra, it's like oh, uh, because green zebra had so much flavor. Yeah. The thing with this one is that it's really good, but I think the maybe the maybe the berry flavor isn't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna be real, dude. I've never tasted a fucking Marion berry. Uh, no. I don't know what that is, so I can't like. Uh, no. I don't even know if they made that up or not, so I can't sit here and say like you fakers <laughs> making up berries. Let's, let's look at the pictures, okay? The picture looks like a watermelon, a grape, and a strawberry. And then that's a cherry. That's undoubtedly a cherry. <laughs> this so, is so abstract art. I don't so, even know what art. I know. I don't know <laughs> if this is what they're pre- I didn't they're trying to project in their beer. Fucking abstract bastards. <laughs> abstract ba- bastards. Oh shit. Well, um, are you into abstract art? Am I into abstract art? Uh, Do you understand it? I don't think anyone understands abstract no, art. I, I mean, I they guess some people so do, money. but like. What? How come it costs so much money? Um, why does abstract art cost so much money? Because I guess, um, uh, for one, almost all of those representations are completely unique. They're usually one of the kinds. Um, they're very emotional. I feel like I feel okay. like most abstract art ha- portrays a lot of emotion from the artist. Um, uh, the colors represent moods, etc. Um, it's hard for me to speculate on on a uh, an imaginative art piece, that I'm <laughs> but this one, this abstract art, I feel like uh, it says fruit. I'm not gonna lie, the art is nice, but I feel like maybe it comes off a little cheap. 
You know what? You know what I'm saying? That's why it's untitled. They're embarrassed. <laughs> like they, they didn't want to put their name on it. Oh like god, the, this is a solid. I I, I hate throwing out eights everywhere and stuff. This is a solid eight. Um. Yeah, I. Dude, I'm I'm gonna Which have sucks, to. I hate. I'm gonna have to do. This is gonna be the very first. Um deferred rating that I do. Like I'm gonna have to just kinda like piggyback on your rating because okay. I don't feel like I've had enough sours to be able to accurately describe how it tastes. Now what I can do but in for general, so what I can do like for for you other 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 listeners at home that kinda have a similar palette of like porter's stouts is what I usually kind of okay, lean more yeah. towards. Um sours are very unique. Sours are something that I'm I'm probably not going to go out of my way to buy, but if I'm at a party or like with some friends or whatever, and they pull out a sour, you know, just for the kick of it, you know, I'll try that to to see how it is, and I feel like this one is really good. Like I feel like it doesn't have an over because I have I've tasted sours that are like they put their name. Their namesake, you know, like on the right. line, like they they are really sour. This one is it comes, it comes out like a a a bear a fermented berry beer, not a fermented berry wine. Yeah. So like I mean, there's no there's no question about that. Um, on that basis, I'll say. I mean, overall, personally, I'd rate it like a six because this just isn't, it's not my thing, but I I understand other people's like want. I I was rating it on like, on like style, I guess, essentially. Um, I'm trying to think if I'd buy this taste, again. Taste-wise, though, like it tastes good. I just had another sip. It tastes phenomenal. Like it tastes great. Like, okay, it's so, so hard to, to give it a to give more of an accurate representation for people that have not had this style of beer. Okay, um, you probably tried a Smirnoff once in your life. Okay, it tastes like a Smirnoff without the chemicals and a beer. Like, like a berry Smirnoff without the chemicals and a beer. And Smirnoff like, might be higher in alcohol than this. Probably this is what only. Yeah, 4. it's pretty 5. low. But yeah, that's the style, though. Actually, three percent is the style, so it's better than the style. Yeah. Man, that's just the thing. Like a lot of beer companies, maybe maybe low alcohol beers. You know, a lot of people laugh at low, at like non-alcoholic beers and low-alcohol beers. Like, why even drink it? It's like the taste is so good. I it's mean, good. The more that I drink it, I mean, the higher the rating goes. Honestly, because like it doesn't. Like, I'm not gonna go home later and be like, oh, <laughs> that Marionberry Berliner Weiss <laughs> that I drank. It really messed me up. No, like it's it's light. Yeah. It hydrated. Tastes, it tastes yeah. It tastes, tastes good. Um, it's got 
it's not like over chemically or like uh it's not it it's tastes not, natural it's not too sweet so it doesn't come off as you know sugary like, yeah yeah so it doesn't taste there's no it doesn't seem like there's any lactose in it to like hold that sugar in so it's it's really just a straight berry beer and i gave it a solid eight yeah i give I'm it a solid gonna, eight I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight as well because it's uh I mean, eight's right there because an eight for me is like it's perfect for what it is but it's not the beer that i buy every week exactly eight eight is like they did their job they did what they said they did what they were gonna do but it's not that it's not that next level shit right and if it is that next and level maybe it's shit, just the style. it's not perfect and maybe the style maybe it's just a style doesn't speak to us at a 10 maybe it just speaks to us at an eight yeah i mean that's just that's just our opinion this is our opinion and that's fine because all we got here are opinions and beer.